You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 4-1 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another episode of Quality Multiplayer Live. This is number 109, actually, apparently. And I'm sorry that we are starting this, uh, and we meant to do this, I don't know, sometime, I think on f so many different days, and we just got backtracked and and the things came up and all that kind of stuff, so we had a, it's been whew, almost like two weeks or I'm bordering on three weeks at this point but it probably works out because now we get to talk about the few the things that got announced at BlizzCon and all that kind of stuff and of course this is uh, the official 41 Game Zone podcast and I'm your host Sean Garmer and with me is my usual co-host Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well I mean it's been a little while how have things been for you? Good I, bought, I got some games and I beat some games that's yeah, and you reviewed some games, saw that as well, so and we'll get to talk about that. Uh, just, yeah, it's just been a little crazy for me with doing all these broadcasting games now and, and all this other stuff that we're doing. I'm sure somebody's going to get mad at me because that means I'm probably not going to watch all the games I'm supposed to watch for the podcast we got to do uh, a little later tonight, but... I needed to get the, we needed to get this thing done. We've been delaying this this way too much, and I didn't want to go another week and all that stuff. So, all right. Well, what have you been playing? Of course, if you've been attentive to 401's Game Zone, you probably saw that Mark had a review of Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and I know you really enjoyed that game because I saw you just uh, having having it on uh, broadcast there on the on the PS4. Yeah, I did that a few times. And everything. Yep. So, yeah, uh, the big one is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I got that from my friend Corey. Um, it's really good. It's not as good as probably like Brotherhood or Black Flag because it still has some kind of annoying things that Unity carried over, but it's a solid entry and better than Unity ever would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they didn't have to do much to do better than Unity. Uh, as you, as you know, everybody that's been a AC fan has pretty much uh, known that those are pretty well documented at this point. Yeah. And uh, there's still games that have some problems that we'll talk about a little later. But I mean, what are if you know maybe you took Unity off, you haven't played since uh, Black Flag. What are some of the improvements that they made or things that they changed or anything from this? Well. Like, for improvements, they added the grappling hook, which they call it the rope launcher. Um, so you, you don't really have to climb anymore. I mean, you still can, but if you want to get up a building, like a tall building, in quick succession, you can just press a button and your character will pretty much automatically do it. Um, they have carriages, which are kind of annoying because they don't control well at all. They scaled the weapons down dramatically from the old games. You don't even have the hidden blade anymore for... Um, like combat, you just have like a sword, 
uh, a sword cane and like brass knuckles. So I took a WWE event. Um, <laughs> what else? You can switch between uh, the, the two characters, Evie and Jacob Fry, like, pretty much at ninety-five percent of the time, like with no problem. Like some missions are like character specific, but they both control the same. Uh, Jacob is like a little more brawler focused, and she's a little more stealth focused, but that's pretty immaterial. I think she's a little better though because she can carry a lot more uh, like throwing throwing knives, and they are very useful in the game. Much more so than in any other Assassin's Creed game, and yeah, it's a solid game. I, it's probably not as good as Brotherhood or Black Flag. It's probably like the third or fourth best Assassin's Creed game. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't collected any everything yet, and I haven't hundred percented it. I probably will eventually, because there are missions that are just kind of annoying and. The new climbing system that they have, they have climb up and climb down like a Unity did, and that's kind of not good because it doesn't give you as much control as you did in the old games. By not much control, you mean what exactly? Well, they dumb it down. Like, you can't... In the old games, you could jump off a building if you wanted with no problem. I mean, you could you die. So you, you kind of knew, like, if I jump off too high, I'm going to die. In this game, you can't jump off a building at all. Like, it's just, your character will just, like, dead stop. And you can get down the building quickly with, like, their, like, climb down ability. But if you need to get, like, a helix glitch that's, like, way out there, you have to figure out, like, what angle you need to use a rope launcher to, like, swing, to, like, get it. Instead of just jumping at it like you would, like, in the previous games. Oh, okay. So. Much more sense, though. Well, yeah, but it's just kind of... It's not giving you as much control as you did before. That's kind of the annoying part. Um, okay. The other two things are... It has a really good uh, World War One kind of minigame in it. That's pretty fun. And the present-day stuff is almost completely ignored, which kind of annoys me still. So, well, I mean, isn't it more about that setting that they're in? Not necessarily the present day, like well, so they don't have as much as the of the stuff with basically you know, like Rachel and, and all that. Yeah, I mean they have none of it pretty much. They have Unity had about three cutscenes of that stuff, and the whole premise with Unity and this game is it's a game console, and you're like, it's, so it's really weird. Like it's not even the Animus anymore. It's called the Helix like game system. So. Unity had about three cutscenes where you were in the present day and kind of like controlling someone. You weren't controlling; it was just like a you're just like a nameless character. This game has about six cutscenes, and they introduce like a few fan favorite characters, but it's still just not going anywhere, or it's just completely like kind of glossed over. Compared to that, compare that with the old games where you could like like in Brotherhood, you could go outside the Animus and like explore or do stuff. This game just has like none of it, and I. Don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I mean, that seems like a thing that they've been consistent with all these other AC games. You'd think that they would have that in, in this one too, but maybe they want to go move away from that, possibly. Well, that's the whole premise of the game, though. <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be like you're in the Animus and like re- like replaying historical memories. If they 
get away from that concept, then why even have the conceit in the first place? Oh no, that's I agree with you. It's a bit weird, uh, but I don't know. At some point, you have to wonder if they just decide on their own, like, okay, we're gonna not do the animus stuff and just make you be involved in the world completely instead of having this going back and forth thing. I mean, maybe, but it just. That was the whole premise, so if they want to get rid of it, I mean, they already have watchdogs, like, they may not do another one, we'll see, but I like the, the present-day stuff in Assassin's Creed a lot more than watchdogs ever was. Agreed, but, you know, it's, it's just, let's see if maybe that's just one of those, they left it out and see if anybody notices kind of things, too. Oh, people have, because what happened last year is they had two Assassin's Creed games, uh, Unity and Rogue, and Unity had none of it, and Rogue pretty much recycled the same stuff as 4, but it was still a lot more fun. I mean, you could still like explore the Abstergo building and like do puzzles and stuff, so like it's, it's world building, and they don't have that, they can't just have the game take take place entirely in the past because no one like who cares then yeah I would agree it kind of takes you away from from that but eh it, you know what it's it's just it's really weird to me that they took that out but they gotta have some kind of reason for it right I mean it's just well I mean they obviously can't use Desmond because he died in Assassin's Creed 3 so from that point on, they basically just have you playing like nameless characters doing it, which is super weird. Like if they, like you can just introduce another character, like it's fine. You can introduce his dad. Like they, they already had his dad in the first place. Just have him be plugged into the Animus all the time now. Right. Yeah. It's just. Like it's not that hard. Like, come on, guys. Or maybe introduce like Desmond's like unknown sister or something like that. I mean, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they could do that too. Uh, the only other thing I'll say is I really don't like how combat is in this game. Like it's functional, but it asks you to do a lot of stuff that you just not are not capable of doing that well. Uh, exactly. What, what do you mean by that? Well, like in. Except for Unity, which I don't really remember that well. But in the the old games, you could counter-kill your way through every encounter you you could. Once they introduced, like, in Brotherhood, like, uh, counter, basically, like, counter-switching or killing, like, kill-kill combos, you could mow through guys like none other. In this game, basically, you can kind of, you can kind of do that, but every enemy has, like, basically, like, a kill, uh, like, a health-down state, or, like, you know, near-death state, and, like, one more hit will kill them, which is fine, but they ask you to, like, like get groups of enemies together in this near-death state, and then kill them all at once, for, like, a flashy, you know, multi-kill, like, animation, and it's, like, this is hard to do, because you're still being attacked by groups of guys, and you have to, like, release, like, from the attack button, like, one second before you're going to kill the killing blow to let them, like, hang out in this near-death state for a little while so you can get to work on the other guys, and 
it's just it interrupts com like the combat in the game in kind of a confusing way. Okay. And it was a lot more it was a lot more fun when the enemies just took one hit kills. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like uh, maybe they just wanted to add more strategy. And I really said maybe it doesn't work that great. And I really miss the uh, hidden blade in combat. Oh, that's the the blade you can just use to just sneak up and kill them, right? Yeah. Well, in this game, it's 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 just a stealth blade. Like you can only use it like when you're killing guys in stealth. In the old games, you could just have it as a weapon, and it was the best weapon. Huh. Like my column tonight, jumping the gun a little, is about the top eight like abandoned Assassin's Creed gameplay mechanics from game to game. <laughs> Oh, that one's either going to be one of those, like, no one's <laughs> going to read, or, like, everybody's going to have some kind of weird, oh, I'm be- es- I'm bet- you know, esoteric thing. I'm betting it'll just be a, b- a bunch of people, like, I don't care about Assassin's Creed or something like that. And it's like, yeah. fine, don't read the column. Like, right? Like, not every column that, you know, not, not every top five I do or top eight you do is going to be something that somebody likes. Like, I'm not forcing you to like click the click the button. Like if you don't want to read it, go go freaking not. It's the same people that like read reviews of games that they have no intent of purchasing at all, just so they can crap on it. It's like, did you even play the game? Did you see anything about the game to to be able to just? Oh, so you don't like the game? It's going to come in and complain about it. Like why? Like that just means makes no sense at all. But. You know, it's what, it's what people like to do. Did you uh, get to play anything else? Yeah. Um, I played a little of Zestiria. Probably not as much as you. I don't know how much you've played of it. I'm probably you still... Probably a little... still played much more than I have. <laughs> well, I didn't. I only played it for like five minutes, because once I got like a syndicate, all my time went into that. Ah, okay. Um, so, like, I'm probably still further along in the story than you are, but you're probably going to catch up eventually. Yeah, um, sure. Especially, especially after this week, where I'm screwed time-wise. Um, yeah, I need to get back into that, honestly. Uh, the other two games are Mad Max still, just because I find it a very easy game. <laughs> and it can just, it's just insane how, like, not, it's just very not committal. With Like, you can just kind of go and explore, and nothing really matters, because, I mean, you can get attacked, but I'm so overpowered that who cares? Right. Uh, and the last thing was the Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Um, the Afterbirth DLC came out, and I've been playing that a lot. Okay, yeah, I figured you would. You really liked that game, so I was wondering if you'd gotten to play that yet. But that's good. Yeah, they added a bunch of weapons, or a bunch of items. Some of them are cool, some of them are not. Uh, so I'll be, I'll be more interested when, like, Cheat Engine catches up with that game, so you can, like get the items you want and just mess with those because that's the one thing that would be kind of fun in that game it's just kind of like a build mode where you could say I want this item in this room or you know I want to I want to like test these items out together instead of just leaving it to like a random chance which sucks yeah exactly much uh it's, it's much better than just yeah having to be like oh this is gonna happen here well that's uh, alright, so, I mean, I played a little bit of Zestria, I think, since the last time we did the podcast, which I think 
we did it a couple of days after the game had come out, and we, we got to talk about it more there. Did I mean, you get the uh, rock chick yet, or have you not seen her? Not yet. Okay. Just, I've been, like, once uh, I got a hold of W2K16 for a little bit, renting it, and then just other stuff got in the way, and I, now I've had, like, I can, like, go to bed. Before I go to bed, play Yokai Watch because it's portable. Well, it's, uh, since you since you play WWE 2K16, you know, that's the best game ever. So you don't need to play any others. <laughs> no, it's just that game is actually pretty good. Um, I, I really and I, I enjoyed the change to the reversal system. I know there's people that don't like it, but you know what? You can just turn that off. You don't have to. It's not something that you have to keep. Whereas the submission system, the submission system that you do have to keep now that I don't like, uh, it's like I said, you can't turn that off. So is that, that the is that the, is that the blue red circle thing? Uh yeah, it's it's not as confusing as the UFC one, but it's just really annoying. Like there's times where it, it, now obviously during the showcase mode, the computer is automatically or the AI is automatically harder than if you play like an exhibition game or whatever. It's done that way on purpose so that you know there's challenge in actually completing the. Uh, the objectives or whatever that they have you do during the match. But my my issue with it is that it's just like there's a limb system and there's a, you know, stamina system and all that stuff in it. He may have not have targeted my legs at all. But it doesn't matter because it's like his bar is still bigger than mine. and I'm, or, or, I mean, it's somehow mine's bigger than his, but it it like there's a point where it just gets stuck. Like, it doesn't matter how many times I press L2 and try to get it to go in a circle again and get away from it and all that stuff. It'll just get stuck there. And there's nothing I can do to, like, wiggle out. And and it's just, uh, you know, the button mashing was annoying, too, because there's just certain times where you're tired and you just can't mash the buttons fast enough and whatever. But it's just, like, it seemed very happenstance sometimes. Like, sometimes I, he'd really work on my legs and I'd somehow be able to get out. You know, it just, it was so weird. Uh, how it just was really uneven. Uh, you know, I couldn't really sit there and go, okay, I'm going to... I think I submitted somebody once with it, but there's just so many times I had beaten him down and and just doing that, and I can't get out of it. Just kind of like the pin thing from last year, where it's like, I pressed the button wrong, and I crap, now I can't get out. Now they fixed the pin thing, too, which now it's like a little clock that winds instead of this little thing where you have to get the little ball in the right deal, which is so annoying. It just it winds like with the count, so it's like one, and then it winds, and you have to get it right in the, the little section that you have, and depending on how much, uh, how tired you are, and how how much a reversal ability or something you have, not not the reversal, it's just some other ability that you have that it'll it'll be bigger or smaller. So, uh, you know, it's it's a situation where just you know it winds, and it's it's actually pretty easy sometimes to get out of pins. I think sometimes a little bit too easy, where, like, even if I did a finisher, the guy still kicks out. And, it, you know, it's it's just, it's a bit uneven on that part. Um, the reversal system thing is great, though. Uh, I really like the fact that it's almost like the finishers, you have to think about what, you, what you're going to do. Whether you're going to let the guy beat you up a little bit, and then wait to that moment where, okay, I got momentum, bam, 
I'm going to use it now, or if I'm going to do it straight off and just try to get momentum myself off small little things like punches or, or whatever. So I think it, it adds a lot of strategy to the game that wasn't there before that was just, okay, I'm going to press R2, I'm going to press R2, I'm going to press R2. No, now you actually have to think about it because when you run out of reversals, which they do fill up over time. So if you're playing really well, uh, you know, it just... If you're playing pretty well, you should be able to fill your meter up before you really able, you really have to do another reversal. And obviously it depends. Like when you play your credit character at the beginning of the, the career mode, you're only going to have three. If you play a Stone Cold in the showcase mode, he has five. And he has a really good reversal thing, so he gets his fast. You know, Whereas if you play with uh, another guy, a guy like Big Show... Uh, his are kind of slow, so you have to be dependent, and again, adds just much more strategy. Uh, you know, it just, it's just, it's much better, so I'm getting distracted with uh, somebody texting me and then trying to talk at the same time. Uh, but, yeah, and then overall, you know, the uh, the career mode's better, it's flushed out better. The They try to add in some of the stuff from 2K, and I appreciate it. I really appreciate getting to do the interview stuff with Renee Young, kind of like you do with NBA 2K where you have the uh, press conference stuff at the end of every game. But the stuff with the press conference seems such more, so much more dynamic and so much more fresh. You don't run into the same ones over and over. This one, it's like the same. After you do like the second interview, it's just canned answer, canned answer. You know, it's just it's the same thing over and over. And they've really got to add in more uh, just just different options with that. I mean, they give you four options, but it's just like it's the guy who says the same thing after like a couple of interviews. And it's, you know, and, and Renee Young looks terrible, not to mention one of the worst models in the entire game. Uh, but, yeah, I think overall much, much better game than last year. They added all the create modes again. Uh, still no uh, adding in your own music which is a big problem for me, creating characters. I hate that. Uh, it's one of the... It makes me want to just skip my... I mean, the, the music's better this year than it was last year as far as, like, original stuff. But still makes me want to just skip the entrance, honestly. And hey, it did, sucks because of all the stuff in there. You just need to use Mr. Ass's theme song for every character. Right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, this. I think if you're you've been looking for the WWE game and you're disappointed last year, I think you're not gonna be disappointed this year. The only thing, if you really got heavily invested in 13 and in the Attitude Era mode, a lot of the Stone Cold stuff is gonna be rehashed until you get to past 1999. Then it's a little bit more fresh because that stuff wasn't covered in there. But still, it's nice to go through his his career and you get to play extra matches from WCW. And, all that stuff so there's that uh recommend that game i've been playing uh i got i got the freaking i i said i wasn't gonna do it but honestly i i might you know i had to declare bankruptcy like four years ago right when my daughter was born because of credit card debt and all this stuff and i haven't had a credit card in four years and i was like you know what i'm smart now i understand what this is i understand what i have to do with it i'm it's only for one store it's not like I can just go out and decide, hey, I'm going to buy coffee. And then you, you do that, and you don't realize how many coffees you bought. And you go, oh, crap, there's like $60 worth of stuff now that I have to pay for that I don't have the money to pay for. So, uh, you know, I just went ahead. I was like, okay, I'm going to get it. And I got Yokai Watch with it because I, I watch the anime and stuff. And the game is actually pretty good. The only thing is uh, 
it's not like Pokemon in the sense that you're not pressing the buttons to make them uh, battle. The only thing you're doing is with the stylus, you're doing their special attack while they auto-attack on screen. So the special attack, you have to do it with the stylus, and you either have to, like, trace something, or you have to spin the thing, or you have to uh, press a button, button to, or a bunch of little dots on the screen or whatever at the same time. So there's a lot going on. Uh, and you have to do it for each little, each guy, each yokai or whatever, and there's six of them. And you don't get to just push one out there. There's three on the screen at the same time, so you have to be watching their their health meters and everything. So that's a lot to pay attention to. It can be a little. I mean, I don't understand how that's a kids game because that's a lot for the kids to kind of pay attention to. Honestly, I thought like I was looking at it. I was like, how is a kid gonna be able to press this button, know that the character didn't die, which happens uh, quite a lot, especially at the beginning. Most of those little things die, and. Like, you know, it's not something that you would think... Hold on, I've got to put the... My, uh... My headset is beeping at me that it's running out of battery. It's trying to put my charger in. Uh, but yeah, just... It, overall, though, I think the best part of that game... The end of the battle system isn't that great. The story's done in chapters. If you watch the anime, it follows the anime pretty closely. Especially, like, the first two chapters. Where you, like, get Jibanyan and then you're fighting the... Uh, Desmeralda to to knock her out of your house because she's making your parents fight and all this stuff, which is something you, you're not going to see much in Pokemon. It's kind of more real-life story or whatever, but the cool thing is you get to explore a lot, and you can, like, exploring under a car, you might find one of the yokai, and then you have to actually go in and, like, find him and battle him, and it's not one of those, like, where you just catch him like Pokemon. You have to actually decide, okay, do I give him some kind of fruit do i give him some kind of something else or do i just beat him and then maybe he'll approach me and want to get be be my friend or something and you get him as part of your collection so it's there's strategy there too you know i I think i don't know how the other other games are obviously they're on like the third game at this point i don't know if any of that gets improved upon in the japanese versions but i thought for the first outing being localized and everything i thought it's it's pretty okay uh, I'm on like chapter three right now, and they're they're pretty substantial. And there's also a bunch of side quests, but if you're not a big fetch quest person, that's kind of a lot what they amount to. So a lot of the game is really if you like to explore and you get to learn about some of the side characters and stuff like that, and you like the show, uh, I think it's it's more for you. If you're one of these that like the battle system has to be great and and you're not that interested in the, in the like the yokai or anything. I think you could probably just not spend the $40 on it, and you'd be good. But, hey, we're on the eve of basically Fallout 4 coming out. So, you know, next week, uh, Mark's going to have some thoughts on that. I might try to rent it from Redbox and see if I, I can play it a bit, too. Uh, I meant to play Call of Duty, but I just didn't get around to going to the Redbox and renting it uh, to do that. But that did come out. So maybe next week I'll have some thoughts on on Black Ops 3, too. And, of course, we're out to Tomb Raider. And uh, we might as well get into this BlizzCon stuff. Uh, StarCraft 2 coming out tomorrow. Are you getting to day one? Or you waiting uh, my, since you have my, the Fallout stuff? Or? No, my copy is getting here Wednesday. Because okay. uh, the USPS is slow. Oh, so you didn't... You, you 
you got the uh oh did you get some kind of limited edition or something yeah i got the collector's edition because oh, I, okay. I got them for all those games so why not yeah so they had the launch trailer for that which by that point when blizzcon was going on on friday and saturday you know they the were game's out like four days so who cares <laughs> yeah exactly so you know there's that and the big thing they announced is that it's not over with the starcraft 2 universe they're making just like uh chapters of the game now but they're not gonna totally focus on the same thing they're gonna focus on uh other characters like nova's gonna have her own chapters here what did you what did you think about that i thought that was pretty interesting i mean it depends on where they go but eventually they'll make a starcraft 3 like way down the line so it's probably a good idea for them to keep the game like Starcraft 2 and like it, people in people's minds like if you just on the road because Starcraft 3 isn't exactly going to take a, like a quick time to get out there yeah I mean it, it's going to take we know how Blizzard is about they take their time to make their stuff I mean obviously Overwatch was taken from that some of it was taken from that MMO that they didn't end up making yep Titan so you know, that's why that got out fast, or it seemed like it was out fast. But, you know, most of everything else, except, you know, wow, they have obviously so much to go off of there, and Hearthstone, same thing. But when you're making a, a new game like StarCraft, or if they made another expansion of Diablo, that's not going to come out that fast. And I, I think it's pretty, in, you know, it's a nice way to keep the thing going. Uh, you know, especially with, you know, Nova's game with a StarCraft Ghost being cancelled and all that. I thought that was interesting. Had a nice little cinematic trailer for it there and now you get to play as her and not just in Heroes of the Storm. So, uh, Speaking of Overwatch, something that was rumored going into BlizzCon because somebody had found something in the in the notes that was said waiting for PSN and Xbox Live authentication and lo and behold Overwatch is coming to consoles at the same time as PC in spring of 2016. They released, they're going to release a, basically like an Origins edition where you're going to get all the characters and the game for, is it still $60 or is I thought it, it was 40 more? It's 40 Wow, that's not bad at all. I thought it was 40 for like the regular and 60 or 80 for the special edition. Okay, yeah. So you, I think it's, I think it's 60 with all the characters. And 40 if you just want the game, and then you can decide if you want to buy the characters you want. So that's uh, up to you on that. And they did announce three new characters that are going to be added in there. So I think it's 21. And they also have Tracer is going to be in Heroes of the Storm as a character. So that's cool there. I mean, are you... Uh, I'm more excited about Overwatch now that... I mean, obviously, I'm sure it was going to have gamepad support. Uh, on the PC, but I think just just knowing that it's made for consoles and and that their ecosystems are going to be kept separate. See, I I don't think about gamepad support on PC actually, because look at Diablo. Well, if 3. they didn't, if they didn't have it coming to consoles, you don't think it would have? No, I mean even even if it's coming to like even if well it's coming to consoles, but I still don't think it'll have like gamepad support. Because look at Diablo three like that fucking PC port still doesn't have gamepad support. It's annoying as hell. Yeah, I mean, that's... That seems really weird. Like, 
put it into context, like uh, like Mass Effect two and three didn't even have gamepad support when they launched, and it's like there are certain companies that are really finicky about like having gamepad support with PC games, and I don't know why. Yeah, that's weird. I, I mean, I don't. And then Blizzard, you know, that's. I, I guess they assume that nobody's gonna, everybody's gonna want to play it with the mouse and keyboard. I don't know. It's just the way Diablo's kind of always been, right? Just with the mouse and keyboard. So, you know. Yeah, but it feels it's so much better, like playing it with, honestly with like the piece, like the PS4 controller. Like if I could use that to play the PC version, I would. <laughs> I think that when they've been worried about how to map all those buttons before they had actually gotten it to to the consoles, though, just it not mean, mapping to certain buttons correctly. Sure, but they could always just include like a you know controller mode for the PC version and say, you know, if we sense you have the controller, they're going to dump into this mode instead, and it'll still be the game and everything. It'll still be your characters, but you can only you can only use like six items. Or you can only you know. Stuff like that. I mean, it's not that hard. I wouldn't think it'd be that hard for them, but they just don't want to do it. Yeah, and uh, especially now that they've made the console versions, I think they want to keep something special for them that if you want to play with your controller, go buy that version. Oh, that is a local co-op for that. I mean, the PC version doesn't have that. (laughs) Yeah, true, as well. And never will. (laughs) But did they have local co-op for the other games, though? Well, for two, at least. No. Yeah, so... It kind of makes sense on that front. But, I mean, Diablo was kind of the only one they really didn't talk a whole lot about. They are going to release a a new patch uh, pretty soon, in a a week or two. It's going to have, like, a new area called the Eternal Woods, or a new area called Grey Hollow Island, and then the Eternal Woods and Royal Quarters are going to get expanded... Uh, they're going to have uh, set dungeons, uh, more empowered rifts, and, and other things. Are you uh, anything there that interests you in the patch? Or... And also, PC is going to keep, they're going to get more legendaries for Season 5 and all that, too. Did, uh oh. I'm sorry, I'm here. Uh... Yeah. No, uh, the Diablo 3, I looked at some of the patches, it looked pretty good, actually. Like, the set dungeons were pretty interesting. Um, more rips are always good, fun. <laughs> I just hope it comes to console soon. Well, the seasons haven't come to consoles yet, right? Yeah, and that's the weird thing. Like, the patch, like, it's pretty day and day, like, I think version-wise with the PC, with the PC version, but they still have been released scenes of seasons. My guess is because the PS4 version is so hackable, like, that they just don't want to, like, include that stuff. Well, but, like, what would happen if they, what can they do with it if they hack it? Well, like, my character's hacked right now. Like, he has a super weapon that you've seen. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. That, like, one hit kills anything, and, like, hits 500 times a second. But yeah, I'm sure they don't want that in the consoles, even though some of that, there is some of that in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, that they really can't help, but at least it kind of keeps some of it down, and I can understand that point. But are you surprised they didn't, you know, even talk about a, another expansion for Diablo 3, or? 
Well, they're still supporting it with just free stuff. So, I mean, probably not. I mean, if they when they decide to make another Diablo game, it'll probably be Diablo 3. They, they, that's five years down the road because Blizzard can only work on two games at a time, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Blackfeet 3 now, they pretty much abandoned uh, like the old stuff. Now they're just working on, the, on their new stuff. Well, I mean, they did. there was something out there that said they are looking to remaster the old stuff. Uh, there's a... I think it's something on, on LinkedIn, or it's a job listing. Yeah, like for like networking, or to get it like more up to spec with like current console, or current PCs. That's nice, you know, that's nice that they're doing that, but what are they going to do this, like import StarCraft 1's campaign into StarCraft 2? <laughs> I guess they could do that. <laughs> well, there's already actually a mod for that, so like people already already done that themselves. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so how does that work? Like they just it's press just, a button and you can play the kind of. It's just custom maps, and I think I haven't tried it yet, but it's just custom maps, and you know, uh, all the voice files are the same. I mean, it's, they just ripped them and put them in this thing and go from there. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I just I'm I'm still stuck on StarCraft One. Uh, so many games that I I need I need to like I, I think I've said it a bunch of times. I need to start that thing like Randy and just get myself to play one old game and just finish it. I mean, StarCraft Two is pretty good, but and I'm I'm curious to see how they finish the story for now, but they're, it's never going to be finished. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, let's see. If they ever do finish it, if they get to that StarCraft 3 and finally just put a nice bow there will, on it at, at one point. There will always be a Jimmy Rainer in the galaxy. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, they did add a new Hearthstone Adventure uh, that comes out later this week. Or next, is it next week? Is it come out today or next week? I'd, I'd, probably next week. I don't know. I don't know the date, but... Yeah, or, well... Yeah, the first wing will come out next week, and then after that it'll be every wing. They're going to take a break for Thanksgiving week, though, so it'll be the second week of December when they're done with it. That's probably what I'll just wait and just buy the whole thing. Uh, so, you know, the, the League of Us Forest thing looks cool. It's going to add in 45 new cards. That's already They've already revealed all of them. They're out there if you want to look at what they do and and all the the stuff for them. So there's that. Uh, obviously, it works just like the other ones for Black Rock Mountain and, and Naraxmus or Nexramus. So, you know, just uh, if you're you're big in the Hearthstone, obviously something else that you need to to play with there. And uh, the uh, Heroes of the Storm got three new characters, a map, and an arena mode, which arena mode looked insane. Uh, you know, if you already have enough trouble playing the main game arena mode looks like it's going to be even crazier uh and then they added uh, their first ever like co-op hero shogal which is the guy with the two heads and basically you can control him with two people so that's that's pretty interesting do you think that's going to work out well where they'll add more of those type of heroes or i guess it depends on the character uh a lot of characters don't have two heads so, uh, I mean, they could, or, like, introduce, like, 
maybe like three characters or what I mean it all depends. Yeah, see like, they could have done that with the Lost Vikings when they introduced them, have three different people control them, control each one or something. Surprised they didn't do that. But I, I guess they could go back and add that in if they want to. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to do and just uh they've also added in uh Lunara and uh who's Basically, you know, it's a range hero and then Greymane who can transform into a worgen. So that's always a plus on that end. And the arena is kind of like the Hearthstone arena where it doesn't matter about whether you have the cards or not. You're going to be able to pick within a set of heroes that they have for in a set of three and you make your team and then you go against this other player and... And there you go, you know, and then there's, it's a smaller map, so, uh, with, like, insta-heals, and the, the spawns don't take that long either, so there's a lot more, more insanity going on in that one, obviously, so the arena thing will definitely hold up on that end, uh, and, I mean, Blizzard wasn't done on that front, uh, as, uh, them along with Activision announced that they bought Candy Crush, developer king for 5.9 billion dollars uh basically so that they can get into the mobile arena and basically they they said that they're going to they're going to combine their expertise in mobile and free to play with activision blizzard's Warcraft brands to you know to basically sustain uh, the most successful friend there's nothing they haven't really said anything about if they're going to bring any of this stuff to mobile like we're going to see like a wow version of candy crush or something like that uh, but do you see that maybe happening? Where, like Blizzard starts putting some of their stuff into King's games, or King develops a Blizzard-type game on its own? The only thing I can really think of is StarCraft II. There's a mode called Star Jeweled, and it is basically a it's basically bejeweled. But you can have like powers to attack your, your the other enemy. I could see something like that happening. But a lot of Star, a lot of Blizzard and Activision's games don't really mold themselves well to uh, like mobile stuff because they're pretty high graphically demanding and they're not like like sit on and play or you know like pick up and play for five minutes and then put down you know. I mean, they can make like a StarCraft themed, you know, the uh, jeweled clone, but I mean, there's already a billion of those on the, on the marketplace as it is. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, if you say something's being made by Activision Blizzard with those characters, that's certainly going to rise to the top. So, you know, he will just buy it based off of that. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, other than, you know, basically, what do you think about now? Not only, you know, we always saw Microsoft basically say that, be- without saying it, that because the Xbox One is doing so not badly in sales, but they aren't doing anywhere near the sales that PlayStation 4 is. They're not going to announce sales anymore for the Xbox One. They're just going to announce Xbox Live. Uh, how much? How many? How many people use Xbox Live and all that stuff? And then you're, you're supposed to take, I guess, how many consoles were sold off of that. And now we're getting the same thing with this is going to be the last time that uh, Blizzard's going to announce the WoW subscriber numbers went which went down again to 5.5 million 
course, they're waiting for Legion to come out sometime in 2016. Did they give a date exactly? Or did they just, uh, I think it was June. June. Wow. So not having to wait too long. I mean, do you see that as a desperation thing? Well, it's not. Just... It's not exactly like a uh, sign that things are going well in the world of Warcraft. Like, because that, I mean, year after year, those numbers have gone down, and when like. When the expansion comes out, it'll probably spike for like a you know a month or two, and that's about it. Like they had, like just like the last two did. Right. So, you know, I'm sure that it's still doing well enough for them, and uh, it's still making enough money to like cover the server costs and like the de- development and stuff. But I mean, people also just aren't interested in MMOs that much anymore. And I think it's been around ones where they have to pay. Yeah, I mean, that thing's also been around for a damn decade, so there's fatigue. Like, you're not going to draw new players. It's just all the old existing players. I mean, and how much more lore can you really put in the game? How much more stories is there really there to tell that well, you can base the game off of, you know? Especially without pissing off all, all the current fans. Right, and you've already done that a lot already. So, I mean, that's... You don't want to do that more. I mean, and then you've already got the movies. Or yeah. the, you've got one, the movie that already that they showed the trailer for. The Warcraft which, movie, yeah. Yeah, I thought that looked really cool. What did you, what did you think? Uh, I thought it looked kind of, I don't want to say hokey, but kind of weird. Like, it had none of the humor from the games. And that is a story that I really don't care about in Warcraft. You don't care about the, like, beginning story? Not really. I'd rather see... I Well, I know the, I know it's going to happen in the movie already. Like, it's 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 not the... it's The first movie is basically, like, how Thrall comes, like, becomes, like, the leader or grows up. Right. I don't know the second movie, but I'm pretty damn sure the third movie is going to be, like, Arthas. Or the second movie is probably going to be, like, introducing Arthas and him becoming a Lich King, and the third movie will be about, like, defeating the Lich King. So, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, isn't that the same with all Origin stories? You already know what's going to happen. It's just about seeing it on the screen. Yeah, but some of this, like, it just, it just looked very, I don't want to say, uh, well, it looked bland, I guess. Like, that was my kind of feeling from it. Like, the orcs looked cool. Right. But all the human stuff just kind of looked like like a second like tier Lord of the Rings ripoff. I'll agree with you on that. Like I, I want, that. I want a dude to have like three foot spikes on the shoulders like any good paladin should. <laughs> well, I mean, I I think it all depends, obviously, on how much they make and everything on the movie I don't think they wanted to go too overboard and then all of a sudden it doesn't make as much as they wanted it to with all what they invested so needs more Leroy Jenkins <laughs> that will solve everything more Leroy Jenkins also like critical like reception to the trailer has not been kind that's the thing what have they been saying I haven't read too much about it honestly oh just like the movie it doesn't sell the movie at all um like like i said none of the humor is like comes through the movie uh you know like looks like the hobbit essentially which isn't a good sign 
<laughs> yeah, not. Uh, well, I mean, they're just gonna have to see critically, I guess, what it does when it hits in the the box office. So that's gonna be interesting for for Blizzard and all that. Yeah. But yeah, I think I mean that pretty much is everything that was announced. I mean, I'm sure that is there anything? I mean, obviously StarCraft Two coming out. Anything you're looking forward to at all that was announced or anything? Probably just the Diablo Three patch. Like that's. I mean, once that comes on console, we'll get back into that again and break some more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so behind on Hearthstone, and I don't even know. Yeah, I never got, I'm going to be too excited about that or not. See, I never got into Hearthstone that much. Like, I played it, and it was fine. But, I mean, it's such a grind to get, like, the cards you want. Right. It's either pay to win or grind forever and ever. And then, like, I played it from the beginning, and then I just, when I moved, I just got, like, oh, I want to play something else. And uh, I have other things I can do now. So I'm just, like, I played Hearthstone a lot because I, I didn't have cable I didn't have, you know, all the other stuff that I'm doing now, so it's just like, okay, well, I'll just play Hearthstone to, like, pass the time and, and just kind of whatever, and when I got out of it, I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm totally lost now. Like, just, I my my deck can't beat anybody, and then i got to pay to get all these cards because I'm not going to sit here and spend all this time trying to get the gold, you know, so. Yeah. And then it's not even guaranteed that you pay all that money and you might get, like, one legendary out of, like, 50 packs. It's just, it's crazy. So, uh, so much with that game. And uh, I, I try I, last year I tried to watch a lot of the Hearthstone tournament or whatever. This year I didn't watch much of anything. So, you know, congrats to all the people that won and, and everything. But, yeah, um, Microsoft did release their first 104 games that are going to be backwards compatible. With the Xbox One uh, from the 360, obviously. I mean, uh, all the uh, Assassin's Creed 2, one of the big games. Uh, all of the Behemoth games, like Castle Crashers, you know, Alien Hominid, all that. Uh, all the Microsoft games, except for the Halos, um, because I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, because they want you to buy uh, Master Chief Collection, even though the multiplayer is still messed up on that. Um, you know, Beyond Good and Evil is another. Good one. Uh, Call of Horrors, Gunslinger. Uh, the first two Dooms. Uh, all the Banjo-Kazooie games. All the Gears of War games. Fallout 3. Weird that Fallout New Vegas is not on that list. But again, they have... I'm sure they have more games that they wanted to roll out. They don't want to sit there and just roll them all out at once. And then you're like, oh man, this is it. Ikaruga, which is cool. I'm glad that they have that game on there. That's, that's like a really hard game and it's a classic that people actually should go and play um you know all, all the stuff that was in the rare collection that was on 360 you should expect that monkey islands the mirrors that <laughs> mirrors edge uh plants vs zombies one uh the sonic the hedgehogs oh that's worthwhile stick truth stick of truth that's good play that on your xbox one so um i have that for ps3 so Sadly, I'm going to have to go in the other room if I want to play that again. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything else is just kind of either stuff you've already heard or had to do with Rare. Uh, Shadow Complex is also in there. Uh, Torchlight, the first one. 
I didn't even know that was made for 360. Yep. It's a little janky, but it works. <laughs> and the first Prince of Persia. Yeah, so it's a nice list. A lot of stuff that you probably won't care to play at all. Um, some games you probably just didn't even care about in the first place. But hey, Nights in the Dream is on there, so that's yeah. all you need. Yeah, Fable Two, not the other two Fables, but Fable Two. So people think that's the best one, but they're wrong. But they still think that. <laughs> So, uh, GameStop, well, there's been quite a few now, but GameStop has released uh, their Black Friday. Uh, and just as we suspected, Xbox One going to be $300. Uh, the regular 500 gigabyte version with the Gears of War Ultimate. Yep. Um, what do you think? I mean... Uh, Apparently, uh, they're also going to have, like, they're showing Marth here on the uh, fr on the Amiibo front. Only at GameStop, apparently. Uh, if, if, well, if you're looking for Black Friday deals, the best two probably right now are Best Buy or Target. Yeah. And even the, the regular PlayStation 4 500 gigabytes is going to be down to 300, too. Well, Best Buy, it's if you buy a PS4, uh, you get Fallout 4 for free. Oh, nice. And best uh, Target, I don't know if it's a Black Friday deal, but this week they're having to buy two, get one free on any game. Like, new games. The only game that's not included is Battlefront for some reason. But wow. it's still fine. Like, Fallout 4 is included in that thing. So, go for it. <laughs> yeah, and you can get the the Elite Edition, or the Elite, the Elite Bundle with that Elite Controller that's actually... They can't even... They're worried that they're not going to have actual... Just the controller by itself... Available for Christmas... Because people are just... Pre, you know, they've gotten so many pre-orders for that thing... Uh, I'm kind of amazed that thing's... Actually as popular as, as it is... It seemed like... Not a lot of people are going to buy that because of the price... I'm not... I mean, people like dumb, dumb expensive crap... And those controllers... Like... The homemade one for 360 is like go for a pretty penny. So, if people want to want that extra half second reaction time in Call of Duty. So there you go. <laughs> uh, if you buy Star Wars Battlefront, you can save thirty dollars on sports games or other EA properties. So. Yep, because we all know that sports fans and Star Wars fans are the same group of people. <laughs> right, or Need for Speed for that matter. <laughs> Yep. And I'm trying to see. I think it's like if you buy the the one terabyte Xbox One, you get Ori and the Blind Forest and another game that I cannot tell right here in the small picture at the moment. So yeah, and you can even get Mad Max for free. Well, you get this little car with Mad Max if you buy it. Um, so that's cool. Uh, so I mean, there's there's some nice things there. Um, you you can also get much money off certain games like The Witcher. <clears throat> I don't know why Zombie Army Trilogy is there. I don't, I don't know. A lot of people are just, little, just asking for that game uh, to be bought for that. Uh, WD2K16 is going to be $10 off and you can get Evolve and the Borderlands collection for 30 bucks off, which Evolve would be 10 bucks at that point if you buy it with that. So Yeah, and you'll get Apparently, if you buy the guitar bundle of Rockman 4, you get a bonus 
five song DLC too. So yeah, there's there's quite a few things on there. The PS4 has their own stuff. Uh, you can go check it out. Lots of you. Know, they even have one for Lego Dimensions if you buy it. And you get twenty dollars off. You get thirty dollars off the Guitar Hero. Yeah, Lego Lego, Lego Dimensions got to sixty dollars like a week ago on Amazon. Wow, that's a pretty good price. I'm surprised you haven't checked that out yet. You seem kind of interested in it. No money. <laughs> ah, that that makes a big difference. You can also get the uh, Fallout 4 Monopoly uh, edition if you Ooh. want. <laughs> if you ha don't have enough versions of Monopoly, you can get the Fallout one. Well, it's funny. After this, I'm going to try to hit up Target real quick and see if I can get some Nuka-Cola. Yeah, that's where they're selling it, right? Like, uh, are they selling anywhere else? Or? Nope. It's just there. Wow, Target of all places. Well, that's, you know... I guess I should be more surprised if, like, Kmart got it for some reason. But they don't even sell video games anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Moving around from that, I mean, Halo... Uh, I already mentioned the thing about the Xbox Elite controller. Uh, Halo 5 made Xbox One history... With uh, them selling 400 million worldwide already with the game, I'm sure that's more at this point. This was a week ago, I think, at the, when I got this information. So I don't think we should be surprised at all the fact that Halo 5 sold that much. Um, I guess it is a little surprising, considering I guess no one was scared off by the problems they had with Master Chief Collection. But you know, <clears throat> I mean, are you? Expecting, I mean, apparently 21 million hours of Halo 5 Gardens has already been played, but 12 million of that has been on the campaign by itself. So, I mean, apparently the campaign has got some issues. But what do you what do you think about all this stuff with Halo? Just, I mean, that's probably their breakout for or their, that's their holiday release. I mean, you can say Tomb Raider or Black Ops, but it's still really gonna be Halo. <laughs> so. That's not surprising, especially since that was probably the driving reason a lot of people got that console in the first place. Right, yeah, I'm sure a lot of Xbox Ones were purchased because of the game. Uh, I would have if, I mean, I bought mine because of Master Chief Collection. If I didn't have that, I would have waited for, for Halo 5, so. And, I, and then I wound up in, I mean, I'm glad I'm not a big online person. I would have been really upset that the uh, multiplayer didn't work that well. Still need to make my way through those campaigns. It's been so long since I played. Uh, for some reason, I, I don't remember Halo One being that difficult. But <laughs> I guess I'm just that out of practice with it. So, what do you think about like Sony? You know, this there's been this whole thing about Sony with their wanting to change PSN IDs, and Xbox has had it for a while where you can just pay a certain amount of money and change yours. And I think you also have one freebie where you can change. Shuhei Yoshida saying that they don't even know if they can ever change the PSN IDs. I don't know. Why is this so different than the way Microsoft has it where you just pay money and you change it if you want? You know? uh, because it's a Japanese company. <laughs> like, look at Nintendo. They barely they barely even have IDs. They still, don't they still fucking use friend, friend numbers? You do have an ID now. Uh, with the Wii U and the 3DS, they made it to where you have like a just a, a name like with the Nintendo Network ID and then you still have to put in the friend code but people can find you with the ID at least now. Yeah. 
I mean, it's bewildering that the PS4 didn't have it. Let's just say that. I mean, you can, you can make the argument that the PS3 couldn't have it, or, I mean, it would have taken, like, a lot more resources or, like, in, in like, knowledge to do it. But, I mean, by the time the PS4 was getting, like, announced and, like, you know, worked on, it's been a, it already existed in the 360 for a while, like, that little feature. So, why not have it in the PS4 PSN? Or, like, yeah, let people... Not understanding that either. Like, let people change it, like, when they jump from PS3 to PS4. Something like that. Or... Do you know how many people have stuff that their dumbass PS3, P, like, logins? Because they can't... They just aren't able to change it? Yeah, exactly. Just... This seems dumb. Not to mention all the stupid names that people they want to change at this point. Yeah. So. That would probably help things. Uh, yeah, I've heard of some pretty nasty ones that I don't think even Sony wishes were able to be made. Uh, that being said, Sony's obviously their financials are doing just fine uh, with the PS4. I mean, the PS4 is actually like doing better than the PS2 at this point, which is ridiculous because the PS2 was doing so well. The Wii's the only thing beating it out. It's just, and it's still insane that, like, the PS4 doesn't have, like, these huge exclusives or whatever, and it's still selling lots and lots at this point. I mean, it, it brought in over $3 billion of revenue. It just... Does this, like, surprise you still that the PS4 just sells so well, even though, you know, still, you, you can probably count the, the big games that are available on your hand? Not really, just because the th the Xbox One just had s such a rocky launch when it came out, and I mean it's a few years past that, but that's still in, like in plays and in people's memories, like so that's not that surprising at all. Like, it like the way this console generation is going is probably going to always be this way, or Xbox One is always going to be number two in the long term at least. Right. I mean, they can say, like, oh, we sold out, we all outsold the PS4 on the month of October. And it's like, great. The PS4 outsold the Xbox One the other 11 months, so. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> good work, I guess. <laughs> Just one month, I'll be so excited about it, but really, you didn't do much damage at all. That's, that's why they're doing the whole, we're announcing Xbox Live stuff now. We're tired of getting embarrassed, but, I mean, speaking of, uh, Sort of embarrassing, I guess. Nintendo hasn't sold much more than they already had three months ago. Only 10.73 million Wii U's have been sold, and they barely made it over the 10 million mark before. Um, I mean, software sales are, go are going up. That's around... They're saying that pretty much each Wii U owner has around six games, which that's a pretty high attachment rate. But then again, that's also because... All those third-party games that people are buying on their systems, they can't buy on the Wii U. So, the only games you can really buy are the Nintendo ones, and, you know, it, eventually, after a while, you want to have those Nintendo ones, because they're the best ones for that system. So. Well, it's probably what? Like, Mario Maker, Zelda... Mario Kart... Platoon... Bra like, yeah. Super Smash Brothers... That's about yeah, it. You, you might have the Yoshi game, or... Possibly... 
I just, you know, that, that tennis game's coming out. Bayonetta 2, maybe? Yeah, Mario Party. But yeah, my, Bayonetta 2. Just, uh... There's still quite a few other ones I can't think of right this minute. But the Toad game. Um, so, I mean, Super Smash. Yeah, I mean, Mario Maker's already at almost 2 million. Uh, ha Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer is at 2 million. So that's good. Um, so and Splatoon is at 2.4. So they're, they're still selling those pretty well. The 3DS did about 2.3 million almost more uh, in that time. So And the Amiibos are still kicking all kinds of ass for Nintendo. And in fact, I think they said that about two-thirds, 66% of them go to North America. Yeah, it's not surprising. Probably Americans like collecting that other crap nowadays. I know, it's crazy that Japan is the smallest one. Like, 11% Japan and 20% Europe. Like, it's, it's, well, wow. Japan is easy because they already have capsule machines. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That probably have them in them, but it's just like, wow. It's just, And 400,000 have been that Yarn Yoshi amiibo. So, which I still saw it there at uh, the Yarn Yoshi... Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World one was still sitting there at Walmart. I saw, I was like, oh, cool, I could have just bought that. Uh, I really wanted one of those, I forgot. <laughs> and I was like, nope, I don't have $60 to spend on a game that I can't play just to get the Yarn Yoshi. So, I had to go find that some, somewhere else. But they did announce a few things. Along with that, they announced that not only is one of the Animal Crossing Amiibo coming exclusively to Target, I swear this thing's just getting ridiculous at this point. Like, an Animal Crossing amiibo that's only going to work with that Animal Crossing game is going to come to Target. Uh, Lottie, if you even know who that is at all, comes out November 22nd. Uh, it's going to be compatible with that amiibo festival game, the like board game thing. I, I mean, is, this is just getting silly at this point, right? Like, just why are we making these exclusive to stores, especially when you're getting that hardcore with it? Well, you could have said that, like, two years ago when they announced the damn thing in the first place. Uh, I just... I don't know. I'm, I'm getting lost in the whole thing at this point. But, I mean, if it works for them, whatever, right? I mean, I, I don't know that this... You know, let's let's see this whole thing with the mobile games, because they had to delay the mobile game now to March 2016. And their first one's not really even a game. It's like a social networking thing called Mitomo. That you're going to use your me to like make friends and all this kind of stuff. Shouldn't they have made it a game instead? I mean, you're touting this whole thing about mobile games and it's going to be like a social networking thing instead. Would have been nice, but uh, I was like, you can't, it's basically going to be like the second life version of a mobile game. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, uh, I know on the Wii that was really popular to have your own <coughs> me and everything. But uh, I just, I have it on my 3DS. I don't even mess with it. Just, I I feel like it's a waste. But you know, did, I mean, did you ever mess with it on your Wii? No. <laughs> I think I made one, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. See, same thing here on that. So. Uh, Capcom sales are at 22%, you know, because they keep 
making on with Monster Fun Monster Hunter 4 and Resident Evil Revelations 2. And their pachinko stuff is obviously making them money, which, you know, Japanese companies, pachinko machines. That's kind of their thing. So, yeah. Good for them. I mean, their operating comes down, but what do you expect when they're, they're having to spend money to make money? And they're spending a lot more than they're, they're getting back. Uh, but hey, I mean, I don't know how much of a big fan you are of this series, but Crystal Dynamics says it's 50-50 whether they make a new Legacy of Kane game. That's that's really funny, actually. <laughs> Why? Uh, there was a canceled game a few years ago. It's a Legacy of Kane game called Dead Sun, and you should look it up on YouTube. It came, yeah, was, don't they have like thirty minutes of footage from that game? Or yeah, uh, because if you look at that game, it is basically Shadows of Mordor. Like wow, exactly. Like you have two realms. You can like switch between the two, like spectral and material realm. You have like a little part, like a little ghost partner that pops out from, from time to time. Combat looks identical, pretty much. A little faster in, in like Legacy of Kane, but that's about it. And like if that game had come out before Shadows of Mordor, it would have been pretty amazing. But yeah. it didn't, <laughs> and that was kind of a problem. So yeah, right. I mean, it'd be nice if a new Legacy of Kane came out. But considering I played Nazgoth. I don't have a lot of faith in them anymore. Nazgoth <laughs> bad or something? Oh yeah, so they're like free to play, uh, like team based arena or team based shooter on Steam. Ooh. Yeah, it doesn't sound that great. It's a like human versus vampire, and it's like vampires are. Yeah, no, thank you. Right, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. That's cool that that game's getting a new, possibly getting a new game in the series. It's been a while since 2003, so well, that, that a game that officially came out anyway. Also, like the only good like, Legacy of Kane game was the first Soul Raver. <laughs> Alright, I apologize. We lost the feed. I don't know exactly where it shut off because uh, the thing's not loading on Spreaker for me to go download and and all that stuff so I apologize for it cutting off but we're just gonna I guess start we were talking about Legacy of Kane. Uh, I think we pretty much got through that uh, Gabe Newell pretty much talks about that he thinks the Steam machines are better than the consoles and that at some point he thinks that they could just they could beat out the consoles they could, people could be really be using the steam machines more uh, because it, it knocks down the, the barriers of having PC gaming in the living room. Do you think it could ever do that, or it's just always going to be a fringe deal with Steam? Uh, it's always going to be a fringe deal because consoles are built uh, just generally better, and they have lower system requirements than a PC game will. And I mean, Xbox One and PS4 games compared... Like, if you get the beefiest PC ever, Xbox One and PS4 games are going to look bad. But the Steam machines aren't that powerful in the first place. And if they are, I mean, compare a PS4, which is $350, $350 or $300 when this Black Friday thing comes around to, compared to a $700 Steam machine. It's like, there's no contest. Right. I mean, and even then, you're going to be going on the higher end. Yeah. Steam machines, and those are going to cost a lot of money. 
might as well just buy you a, a new computer. Exactly. And add in stuff with it instead of buying that, so... I mean, to me, I, I can see the point. I can see the point he's making. But I don't think it's going to really, you know... I agree with you. It's always... And it's not only that. I mean, it's just... The names attached to it, it's going to help a lot more. Plus, it's always going to be a wandering target. I mean, when you bought your first edition Xbox 360, that still played games... That still plays games now. I mean, the hard drive might be an issue or, you know, overheating and catching on fire or something, but... You know, the system specs were still the system specs for 10 years. And if you buy a Steam machine now, try to imagine that 10 years from now. It'll, it'll be playing, like, Bejeweled 3 if you're lucky, or Bejeweled 4, or, like, Plants vs. Zombies 3. <laughs> like, try, right. try, try playing a PC game from a computer from a decade ago and seeing how well that worked out for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably not very well. I mean, my computer's three years old, and this is how bad it is. I'm downloading, not right now, but I'm downloading a bootleg version of Fallout 4 for PC. Despite the fact that I already have one on the way, just so I see how well it's going to run and benchmark it ahead of time. That's messed up. <laughs> and my computer's only three years old. Yeah, that shouldn't be the case. But, I mean, and they, you know, there was a... A report that came out with uh, Sony, uh, I think the executive vice president was talking to someone at 4Gamer, and he they asked him the question about, could we see the PS4 legit have an upgrade like that? And he said it's possible, we could do it, but should we do it is another thing, because obviously the backlash is going to be huge. They should that. never do it, because look at every other console upgrade that is that has come out. They've never worked. And the issue is it splits the user base. Yeah. I like, mean and then you know like even Nintendo with the new three D I have the new three D S but I have it because I had the two D S. I didn't ever have a three D S. Yeah. And like they only have like Xenoblade and like one other game that works for it. So paying that extra money right now, well and and it does have like stable three D it's you know it's not gonna mess with your your head as much as it used to. It downloads faster. It does have things that are better on it. But I I st- they, they haven't made enough games for the new 3ds where I feel like it's splitting the fan base yet. Yeah. But it could it could have you know had they said okay all games from now on are only th- on new 3ds. You know? And we'll never do that because it'll just piss off everyone who has the old one. Right. I mean, look at the the N64 when they released that expansion pack for the N64. There were five games that supported it. Right. And they all they all pretty much came packed with it in because they had to. <laughs> right. And it's also you know it only just didn't let you do certain. Oh, I think like I think Donkey Kong was like well, only the one that was like unplayable. It was that and Zelda Majora's Mask. Yeah, uh, Gauntlet was where you couldn't play with four people. You could play with up to three people. If you wanted to play with four, you had to have the expansion pack, which was stupid. And, but. and Perfect Dark was like, here's the multiplayer mode, but if you want to like, campaign, you had to have the expansion pack. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it's just Nintendo's been smart with it. I think Sony could be smart with it, where you have to, you have to make people make two versions. 
And if you want the upgraded graphics or whatever it is that they're going to have in there, you can do that. But again, it's just like when you had the 360 and, and PS3, it's like how long? Then you're having to support two different games for the life of the rest of that console. And that's that's annoying too for, for the developer, for the publisher, for everybody. Just saying, okay, now on you're making two games, not just one. And I, I can't imagine that's not going to go over very well. Uh, but that being said, uh, I think, what do we... I mean, yeah, Nintendo did announce their new... Finally announced their replacement for the Club Nintendo, which is going to be called My Nintendo now. Uh, it's going to be able to let them... Pretty much you can manage all the stuff you're able to manage... Uh, through, like, you know, the PlayStation app and stuff like that, on your phone, on your computer. So it will finally feel like it's all immersed together. Uh, you can actually get points for playing games, not just buying them now, uh, which is sort of like the, also, again, the Xbox Live Rewards thing, and Sony has their thing, too. So um, that's also... And then you're going to have a Nintendo account that's going to be able to let you have the software across all the devices that, like, you know, if they work on the... You you can pretty much look at your download history and you can see it all through there, uh, which is a plus. Now, if they can make the virtual console where it's just one virtual console, that'd be wonderful. That's the one thing they need to do, which I don't know if they ever will because they're making uh, money through that. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the Nintendo ID was always... It's always compatible with all the consoles together, so... Uh, but they are using the power of the cloud with it. Let's see how... You think this is all going to work? As well as their... It's Nintendo, so probably not. At least not not, not right at first. <laughs> right. It's going to take them a little bit, I think, there on that front. But good that they're finally doing it. Uh, I'm glad that they finally got to the point where <laughs> we need to get up to speed with that part. At least uh, for Nintendo. But uh, So Konami shut down the Kojima Productions LA studio. Um, but don't worry, Kojima's still working there. He's just on vacation. Yeah, he's on vacation, guys. Just don't forget that. And and they are still working. Uh, they're going to work on the next Metal Gear Solid, whatever that is, uh, supposedly. And they haven't ruled out Kojima because of his whole I'm on, he's on vacation thing. So do you think Kojima even thinks about coming back or... No, Kojima probably never go back, at least until the CEO dies, and the new CEO, like, comes to him and begs him to come back, and... Yeah, exactly. It'll be like, oh, please, this Metal Gear game's gonna suck without you, please, and now it's gonna be delayed for a year, by the way. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I could see her, I could see that Konami's maybe telling the truth, but it might just be one of those where Kojima just said that so that they could let him go on vacation, then he comes back and says, I'm done, by the way. <laughs> don't, uh, don't get your hopes up, I think, uh, too much if you're, if you're a big uh, Kojima fan with Konami Metal Gear and all that. So, Batman Arkham Knight still has PC problems, and WB is offering refunds, and also now the Call of Duty Black Ops 3 has PC problems too. Uh, yeah, just low frame rates, uh, they can't even play the game at some points. Uh, there's apparently an INI file that if you switch it, it might help. 
but anyway, it's just more PC problems for some big AAA games again. I'd get that Arkham Knight refund, but I can't actually get that. <laughs> Why? Because the game was gifted to me by my uh, when that Russian Steam thing was still active, so I'm screwed. Aw. Well, at least it sort of works on your computer, though. And no, it ran like half speed, but yeah. I mean, it ran, but it's kind of, I'm kind of curious to see how well this patch does because I heard it like. It actually bumps up the system specs quite a bit. You need like 12 gigabytes of RAM if you're on Windows 10 to play it. Oof. Not but good. Good job. Right? Uh, so, there's a new Street Fighter 5 characters that might have been leaked uh, with Yuri, Guile. Well, they're not really new. Some of these are from yeah. the original. <laughs> Only one is new. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yuri, Guile, Ibuki, Alex, Yurian, and Balrog, and a new character just called Fun. Wow, only only in Japan. That uh, <laughs> but I mean, some of these guys have been around from the original. I mean, you'd expect that they were going to be in the game, right? It's just them trying to get DLC there. I mean, the good one is Five Jury because a lot of people liked her in Street Fighter Four. It's pretty telling that I'm not not almost none of the Street Fighter Four characters are coming coming to this game though. What? It's like a bunch of like weird Street Fighter Three characters that I don't really give a shit about. Okay, go. Ow! Put it on in a second. Give me a second. Okay, go eat your ice cream. Okay, fine then. They gotta have a wireless microphone. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so, the only thing I was gonna get to in the entertainment news was that Jon Stewart signed a deal with HBO where he's gonna be making stuff for them. Uh, looks like it's gonna be like news content and whatever. Uh, and then it'll branch off from there. What do you think about this stuff? You think it's gonna? I mean, it may go somewhere, but I think you. I think you want it to be out of the limelight a little. Probably not, or he'll just be producing stuff. So. Right. I mean, I, mean, I think he doesn't want to. He kind of wanted to take a break, so I'm assuming he's not wanting to go full force back into something. Yeah, that's the thing. So, should be interesting though. You know, we've seen stuff with John Oliver is great, so last week tonight's awesome, so if he's doing stuff, it's going to be good. But yeah, let's, uh, I mean, the games, we already talked about a lot of these games that have already come out as it is. Uh, if you're big into Darksiders, that, the Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition came out, so. I got that. You did? Yeah, I was on Steam because I was only eight bu- I was only six bucks. Wow. Well, How'd that you- happen? If you own Darksiders 2 already, you got like a huge discount. Uh, that's a huge discount. <laughs> uh, Tomba 2 finally came to the PSN. I'm sure you're excited. Well, it's the American version. They already had they already had like the Japanese version, so it's like all right, well, cool, I guess. Yeah, right. Uh, that you didn't pick up that Anno game yet? No, because it's sixty bucks. Oh, jeez, yeah. And we're not gonna get that for review. Like, the only reason I got Syndicate for review is because my friend sent it to me. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it seems like it'll be a little while uh, that, 
I mean, I know you're really interested in that game, so hopefully you can get it too. I'm pretty, per- I'm pretty actually peripherally interested. Like, I think it'll be fine. I don't think I'll like like playing it. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I mean, the the big three, you know, there's three big ones that come out this week with uh, Fallout 4, Starcraft 2, Legacy of the Void, and Rise of the Tomb Raider all coming out at the same time. So, talk about lots to pick from. If, uh, you know, you're an Xbox One owner or a PC owner and you only have one option if you're a PS4 with Fallout 4, but I'm sure that'll keep you around. I watched the first 20 minutes or so. Seems pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. So I'll be excited to get it. You can Also, that Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival comes out on Friday. So if you've been waiting for that game. Everyone um, has. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's it's uh, the Happy Home Designers already sold a lot, so who knows? This this could sell well, and that Rodea Sky Soldier was supposed to be one of the like original games for the Wii U, uh, and also coming out for 3DS. Uh, you'll be able to pick that up. That'll be the biggest biggest holiday release there is. Yeah, exactly, and also that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five for the 360 and PS3. You know, you've been waiting for that, people. <laughs> I'm actually yeah. kind of curious about that game because, like, they, I think we talked about how they were trying to fix it. Right. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how they fucked it up even further. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much more they can mess it up, but yeah, but you know uh, they will. You don't want to see how really broken it is. So uh, let's get to those plugs. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, my column is actually going up tonight it's about those Assassin's Creed gameplay systems. It'll probably be up like 11.30, I would say. That's the usual time. And I'm try- I'm reviewing uh, Galaxy on PC, which is hard, very hard. And another, What's that about? It's a uh, like two-dimensional uh, like flight game. You're in space, and it's like anime, very anime-inspired. And, you know, you just shoot stuff, but... I mean, it's like like a roguelike. Like you die pretty quickly, and just, oh, okay. Just, like I mean, I'm playing it on PC, so I could just cheat my way through it. But I'm trying to play it like normally, and it's just very challenging. Well, I mean, hey, at least the game's not just a, a breeze and then not challenging you at all. Yeah, but I can't. I'm 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 like not even getting past the fourth level. <laughs> Yikes. And I just got a review code for another goddamn Van Helsing game, so we'll see how well that works out. Oh, that director's yeah, kind of thing? Sent, sent that to me. He was like, here you go. I'm like, all right, you know these games aren't short, don't you? He was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, just take your time, whatever. I mean, that'll, that'll be a game that either A, I'll probably just cheat my way through, because I don't really care about like the actual combat, right. or else B, I'll just re- read my old review of it, and see how it differs. <laughs> and if it doesn't, <laughs> Go I'll just there. repost it. <laughs> I'll just do it. So they add they added six character classes, and it's the same game. It looks a little better, I guess. I mean, uh, how long, how old is the other game? Or if you were even going to notice? Or? Well, the first one, it was like 25 hours. And I was cheating like near the end, because I just wanted to get through it. And it's like, this is a long game for a Diablo game. It was also, like, really hard. Like, that was the other thing. Like, there was one fight that took me, like, 20 minutes to do. It's just like, ugh, I don't want to go through this. Right? Ugh. But, I mean, hopefully it doesn't 
change much, and you can just just uh, do what you're saying you're going to do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've got uh, the game's top five came out yesterday morning on a little delay because I I just kind of forgot I got I had a lot of work that's happening. This is that season where they work us like hell, and then in January give us no hours. So. Uh, we'll see how, how that goes. But yeah, it was the, the top five nuclear holocaust games, uh, kind of inspired with the Fallout 4 coming out. I'll have another Fallout 4 type top five for this week that'll come out of the normal day. Uh, thank you, Mark, again for making a list and saving my butt on that one. And coming up with the topic. <laughs> yeah, and coming up with the topic too, because I was just, my brain was totally fried. Uh, and then, you know, 4PC was out. Uh, we talked about, you know, some of the f- few things that were on here. And, uh, yeah, then of course, you know, that'll come out next uh, on, is it Thursday now? Thursday morning? Uh, so be sure to check out for that. And I was in the Games Facts of Fiction that was out last week too. So, yeah, and of course this podcast, if you like it, you can subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and tune in and wherever else. There are podcasts. Of course, you can also subscribe to the whole W2M network that gets you the wrestling podcast that I do that we'll be doing a New Japan uh, Power Struggle 2015 review tomorrow night or Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, whatever the heck it gets out there um, on demand. And we'll also be doing a uh, – we'll be doing tonight or later tonight or Tuesday morning, we'll be doing our NFL Week 9 recap. Where we talk about all those games that happened in the this week in the NFL and get ready for next week. So there's that too. And yeah, just enjoy those games, people. Now we're getting to that period where we're getting just the heavy hitters coming out every week, pretty much. So yeah, even tell me about it. Yeah, a lot to lot to freaking go through. And then what next week is? There's one game next week, right? Just. Uh, Isn't it Star Wars, or is that December? Yeah, it's Battlefront next week. So, yeah, another big one coming out uh, with uh, Star Wars. And then after that, I don't even know if they have something coming out after that. The uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Syndicate PC version comes out that same week, too. Well, given, given the past few games, you know that'll be a winner. Yeah, exactly, right? You need to be fairly random at my computer. Like, that's when my, my friend was like, do you want, like, P- PS4 three, or Xbox One or PC? And I was like, PS4, please. Cause. Yeah, and then everybody takes the Thanksgiving weekend or Thanksgiving week off. And then the pretty much the final two heavy hitters of Rainbow Six Siege and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Just Cause 3 both come out on December 1st. And then yeah. we'll, yeah, we'll be talking about the... Best games of 2015, pretty soon, right after. So yeah, it'll obviously be WWE 2K16. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, if we just still did categories, I bet that would be in there for some people. So uh, thankfully, we don't. So no bad people. I'll <laughs> be putting that in there, even though I've kind of toyed with the idea of maybe bringing some of them back. I don't know. People have been much better as the years have gone on, but our staff has gotten so much smaller since yeah. last year too that. I don't know if I want to add in any more uh, stuff to what is already a, a big, huge column every year and a big, huge task to get everybody to vote. So, all right. Well, 
until I don't I think we might just not come back until next week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll be like Tuesday or Wednesday like either Wednesday morning or Thursday morning you should see episode one ten when we'll be talking about whatever's happening in games and uh you know, maybe uh one of us will I know I'll rent Fallout, we know that um Marcus buying Fallout, are you gonna get Battlefront or No. No. Okay, so I don't know, and I think after Fallout there's like nothing as far as like what Redbox is getting, so that'll be the last game that I can actually rent. I'll see if I get some time to play some Call of Duty too, just to be able to talk about that and I don't know, I'm gonna go wait on Rise of the Tomb Raider. Let's see what happens with that. But yeah, until next week. Later. See you later, everybody.